Welcome back to this, the Happy No Fear podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chase. And on this week's episode, we have a painter and also a person who is a sober companion. Let's find out what that is and what that's all about. Uh, he paints a beautiful, bright, social commentary-esque slash with a lot of humor uh, paintings. And I dig him a lot. And uh, he's a friend of mine. So without further ado, give it up for Sean Kushner. What up, man? There you go. There you go. <laughs> there he is. Good to see you, my man. Good to see you, too. What's popping? Did you go surfing today? I did. You did, huh? You go surfing every day? No. No? Why not? Because there's not good waves every day. That's today true. included. <laughs> man, I think it's crazy to be out there, man. Like, you don't think about sh sharks and all kinds of no, crazy dude. shit. No, dude. I'm, I'm more afraid of people on land than I am of sharks. That's for real? Yeah. Yeah? Fuck yeah. Yeah, because... <laughs> you have a higher... Ch like, when it comes to statistics, you have a higher chance of getting hit in the head by a coconut and dying than being bit by a shark. That's for real? Yeah. yeah. It still seems scary out there. You know what I mean? Like, I remember I was in Hawaii once on a the, on the longboard, first time I ever surfed, and, and it started drizzling, right? And all of a sudden, like, literally, like, three feet away from me, I see this giant dinosaur in the form of a, of a, of a turtle, a sea turtle, peeking <laughs> its head up, like, biting at shit. And I'm like, damn, this is fucking crazy right now, you know? Like, uh -huh. that thing was right there all along. It's, like, uh, you know, six foot wide. Could have been my ass that he was biting fucking sized turtles. Woo! Bananas, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't get fucking scared out there. I mean, there's times I can sense it's sharky. It is sharky? Sometimes, yeah. How do you know it, when it gets sharky? You're, dude, it's something weird. Like, your senses just go off. Like Spidey sense? Yeah. Yeah. You're no just like, shit. oh yeah, there's some, there's some shit out here right now. No shit. Yeah. And then what do you do? You stay in there. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> <laughs> stay out there. Yeah. Do they have like fluorescent bodysuits now? So sharks don't think you're a seal? I mean, I know they have shit, but I don't fucking wear it. You don't wear it? You just no. go straight black? <laughs> yeah. Fucking it. I just want to look as much like a seal as yeah. possible. <laughs> so you can cash that insurance check. Exactly. No, <laughs> I don't think you get an insurance check. No, that's true. You got to have a special insurance. You need to have insurance. <laughs> So good, but I'm happy you're here, man. Uh, as you know, but maybe uh, everyone else doesn't know, I'm a big fan of your work. I think it's it's absolutely right now. You know, I like the looseness of it. The colors, as you know, I'm, I'm all about those colors. It's fucking pop and fluorescence. It feels to me like some some like some. It's like a throwback to like Mad Magazine kind of vibe. You know that looseness and then that unabashed beautiful word. I'm so proud as an immigrant to have a $10 word. Where did you Google that one? I, I just Googled it in my mind. I had it in my back pocket for like 10, 10 days already. So that unabashed, like, you know, just like, I'm just going to call it for what it is. You know, the culture, politics, uh, stupid, you know, social media hype and, and, and people that like want to come up that way. You just fucking say it and you just fucking paint it. I love that shit, man. Thank you. Yeah, for real. So how did you, how did you... And because I know like you, painting for you is like a recent thing, yeah? Well, Relatively I mean, recent. What do you mean? Like, like in your life? No, I mean, I grew up like painting and drawing and everything, but I didn't, I stopped for a long time. Or that's what it was, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was like, I grew up in like a family of artists. Like my little brother yeah. 
um, was like a child prodigy under this guy named Christopher Still, who's like a, no a you know, a realism artist that's okay. like super famous down in, in Florida, like over right. in like the Clearwater, Tampa area, and sells his pieces for a ton of money. And he's like, right. my little brother was like a prodigy, and I was like the one that had like, I was like always like the abstract dude. So my parents were just like, they didn't take it seriously because my little brother could like replicate something. He could yeah. like literally look at something and he could like draw it like exactly like it. And I like they then I would do something. They'd be like, "Yeah, you should probably go like find a new hobby." Yeah. And then I kind of. Oh, so, so they 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 they, they, didn't, they, they dissuaded like, you. No, they weren't like super supportive. They no were just shit. like that's a bummer. When you got like, like some yeah. kid brother who's better than you at something, but you oh, like he, it also. He was a lot better though. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then he ended up going to like art school and everything, and I was kind of just like always like like semi jealous, low key. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, and then I started partying, but like I yeah, I mean I grew up South Florida like. Tagging, just yeah. doing dumb shit and sketching and drawing yeah. and stuff. But yeah, never, that's why like, you, you did graffiti and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, but never like then. never took it anything seriously. Like right. it wasn't until and then I started partying and then kind of like <clears throat> went down a rabbit hole. Got all yeah. Tell us about that because that's I know you went down <laughs> like everyone's gone down a few little rabbit holes, but I think yeah. you went down like a, I went a, down a, a like a one. really really deep one. I was like, let me see how far I can go down. There's got to be like a carrot that tastes better than the one that's up on land so i'm gonna see how deep i can go to get like the super tasty carrot deep inside the burrows yeah deep in the burrow yeah. and what, 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 were the, what were the drugs of choice or did it matter i mean i did everything yeah. I've, i've done everything from smoking crack and heroin to you know xanax alcohol weed yeah. pills lean yeah. acid mushroom <laughs> like everything i did a lot of it and then from like <clears throat> from like 19 till 25 i was just like working construction Ended up homeless, like never, you know, I wasn't painting. I had other things I was trying to do. Right. And so while you were working, were you still partying uh, at the same time? Or yeah, that, yeah. That was I like mean, I was nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nonstop from like 19 to 25, just yeah. Just part. going berserk. Yeah, yeah. totaled yeah. six cars, yeah. lost my license. Totaled six cars? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Totaled six cars, lost my license. Your own cars? Yeah. Well, yeah. one was somebody else's. <laughs> yeah, my friend came home from the Marines. He was like over in Iraq and he came home and he was on leave and he was like, gave me some money to go get some shit. And uh, he's like, here, take my car, go get that shit. And I'm going to go and like, I'm working valet part time while I'm home. So I'm going to go work and just like, I'll meet you when I get off. I was like, okay, cool. So I went and got what he wanted me to get. What was and it? What, what did he want you oxies. to get? Oxies. Oxies. Yeah, yeah, a lot of oxies. And then, uh, I was like, I'm gonna go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go in and I like go to make a left turn. And uh, I mean, I was already under the influence and kind of like decided to make a left turn. And, you know, two other cars decided to keep going straight down the road Damn. like they were supposed to. And they both hit me. I got T-boned by two cars oh. in my in my friend's Audi. And I was just like, oh, Jesus fucking this Christ, is gonna be man. a bad day. Fucking hell, <laughs> man. But physically, like <laughs> nothing, nothing. Ever. So, yeah. yeah, and that's why, you know, I think you could keep going because, like, man, no. unless if I'm, like, debilitated or something. Yeah, I had, like, very, very few, like, real consequences. I had yeah, to get yeah. arrested here and there yeah. and, like, you know. But but did you ever do time for anything or no. possession or something? Or, no. or, but then, or, or ODs or anything, anything like I that? I mean, not that I know of. Like, I know I ended up, I mean, I woke up in a, a couple ambulances mm. from seizures and, like, overdoses but nothing nothing like oh my god like i almost died yeah, like yeah, i never yeah. realized because yeah. i would wake up and be like oh well, like waking I'm, up with a seizure in an ambulance your response was like well it's not like i died. I'm like <laughs> i hope that i hope it's 
it's still under my car seat where I left it. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so right out the hospital, you go back and find the rest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So it was from like 19 to 25. That's like what I did. Yeah. And then uh, then I ended up getting sober. Yeah. And then I was sober for like... How hard was that? Like to come out of this Tasmanian whirlwind, you know, just going ape shit, fuck it. You know, like... Well, let's, 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 I mean, let's... so I got sober the first time and I had like nine or ten months where I didn't do anything. And then I kind of was like, oh, you know, I had a problem with drugs. I think alcohol and weed I can still do. So right. I was like, I'm going to try smoking weed and drinking again. Right. And then I ended up, you know, selling drugs again, getting yeah. into the grimy shit. Yeah. And then I ended up, <clears throat> one of my friends, his mom was murdered. And like, there was this whole thing that I got pulled into with that. And I just fled and came to California with yeah, the rehab. Yeah, yeah. How did you get pulled into that? You were like because I was there the day before it happened. And um, just some stuff that was happening, like. With all that, like I got pulled in as a suspect. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He told the the police I was his alibi, and I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was all and fucked you're up. Probably high as fuck getting. Yeah, he was. Like, he was high too. At first, yeah. I was like, "Why did he tell the police I was his alibi? It's probably yeah. him." And then yeah. I'm like thinking it's him, and then, and then he's like, "I don't know. This is weird. It's, you know, some things going on with my family." I'm like, "Come live with me, bro. It's fine. You'll be safe over here. You got some drugs." Yeah. <laughs> and it just got really crazy really quick, and yeah, then. Yeah. And then I came out to California to get like away from that. And they were going to extradite me from treatment back to Florida. No shit. Yeah. Because you were still a suspect or something. Yeah. No shit. Is that clear? Still that not. Well, I'm cleared. They ended yeah. up clearing me through a surveillance video, but it's still an unsolved crime. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, man. It's trippy. Bananas. So uh, what was your link to Cali then? Was it skateboarding or like? You, I just not. You I just, just felt like I need another like I need beachy. to go. I need to go far away from Florida. Yeah. It's the complete <laughs> other side of America. Yeah. Because yeah. you could have went anywhere. I know. You know? So yeah, Cali. So you came straight to LA. So I, so I came to Cali, and then uh, I've been sober ever since. It's almost, nice, man. Yeah, so it's almost twelve years. Congrats, yeah. man. And um, well done. So like maybe seven years into it, I started just you know doing a bunch of different things for work, and and then I started just getting the itch to like draw and paint again for some reason. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. remember what caused it, and I just started doing these like, you know, social commentaries. Like yeah, I started because yeah, yeah. I read a lot of comics growing up. That was like yeah. the one outlet I had when I was high, whatever. Smoked a lot of weed growing up and just love comics. Love Mad Magazine, love Robert Crumb, Weirdo Magazine. Robert Crumb is the man. You man. know, I loved I love all that shit. And I just I just started doing like these social commentaries out of yeah. boredom and then started posting them on the fucking gram. <laughs> the gram. <laughs> Gotta love the gram. And uh and then People responded, and then I was like, "Oh, I like attention." So I was like, yeah. "Then it was like, cool. I guess I'll keep doing these." Yeah, yeah it and works then, out. And it's so dense; like every painting is actually like eight, <clears throat> eight or nine or twelve little panels, which are like individual paintings no. and concepts in and of themselves. But the fact that they're all in like a big painting, I think that that that's that's so cool, man. I, and it's weird because I've like the longer I've been doing them, I've I've simplified it a little bit because people started getting super confused and lost, and like they right. couldn't. So I, I actually started simplifying it and doing like trying to keep it to like one like idea. They're all right. like based on like an idea and then they're right. like all a bunch of offshoots. But uh -huh. then lately I've been trying to like just keep it like cleaner and simpler because. Yeah. Yeah. If that, if, to <clears> me, if that's a glimpse into your mind and you obviously you got a lot of energy. But then I imagine that mind, you know, on on, on, on a binge night. You know, I can imagine. <laughs> that, must have, that must have been bananas. <laughs> it was <man>. pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that, 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 that's bananas. So then it just kind of blossomed from that. 
Yeah, it started, works. And then started hanging out with old painter friends again. And then next thing I know, I'm like back in it. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, uh, it's like, it's, it's, it's a thing you, you do all the time. Yeah. You know, and you get, you're also a sober companion. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think no one really knows about this, especially <laughs> worldwide. Maybe it's like, a, is it a California thing or an LA thing? No, it's worldwide. It's worldwide. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've gone to different countries and done it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, with the client you, you have yeah, from LA. I've, had, I've had, literally had to go to like Peru and find a guy that was like tripping on ayahuasca and mushrooms and like Fucking. acid and like schizophrenic and have to find him and then like bring him back to the states and like, yeah tell to people what what sober companioning actually is because i think it's it's super cool it's it's uh you basically i'm i help people either get sober or i help people that have mental illness you know find like whatever path they're trying to like you know like i help them find a path in life that help them grow in some way or another whether right. it be in their in sobriety or whether it be in like their everyday life because they have mental illness and they have you know life skill issues I just, you know, I do a bunch of different things. Right. So, and so I can imagine, like, when because you, you, you kind of, it's like a, almost like a CIA mission. You know, <laughs> you, you get a call. Let's say you're working with a family, and let's say the the son has been a client, and you know, you got a regular like rapport w- yeah. w- with the guy. Then all of a sudden, he's on he's on a binger somewhere in in Colombia or some shit, right? And then you got to get go over there and like kind of gently convince him, obviously. To like leave the dope house. Yeah. So you got to uh, have powers of persuasion. Yeah. And also, you know, also take command. Because how slippery is a fish when when slippery. when he wants to use? He's partying. <laughs> he's, he's having a good time, man. All of a sudden, Sean shows up, hired to, to, to like really get this person back to L.A. Hey, we're going to go on a little, uh, we're going to go on a little hike. Yeah, but he already knows you. He's like, man, I I know you're so, but I know I am choosing not to be right now. So I mean, it, you got to have a million stories about like yeah, I've got some pretty not working out. Some pretty shit. crazy ones. Yeah, what's like what's one like that one that's memorable? Some have confidentiality agreements. Oh, some okay, don't. We'll call them Mr. X. Uh, allegedly. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of weird ones though. Because when when a person doesn't, let's say, you know. They're out there somewhere, <laughs> you know. Let's say at a hotel, or they rented a spot, or whatever it is, and they've they've been in it now for like maybe six, seven days, right? And then you finally get there, and the guy's like, you know what? I don't want to go. Yeah. And and you are fucking harshing my mellow right now, bro. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're fucking killing my party, man. What are you doing here? Yeah. You know? How how do you like? Do you leave? Do you come back? Do you stay? Do you uh, hug the guy? It like, just depends. It depends on the person. I just kind of like <clears throat> assess the situation, feel it out, and then I just try to like. The ones I don't know, I just try to become their friend real quick. No and, then, shit. and then just try to drop little seeds and then eventually convince them to leave where they're wherever they're at. Yeah. And and, and the seed is like just there's another way, but without getting like evangelical yeah, about you it. You know, I just yeah. You, know, you just, don't show up with a Bible and like <laughs> Yeah, you just kinda like try to dive into their head. You you know, you for me personally, I start talking to them, I get an idea of who they are, and then I just kinda use whatever information they give me against them and like form some sort of rapport with them and then make them feel comfortable and then yeah. after i make them feel comfortable then i i just kind of and <laughs> get them to, get them to do because i, I know I've, do. I've been stubborn you know what i mean yeah and uh give me too many drinks or i've had bad nights or whatever i don't want to hear shit from fucking nobody you know especially some guy who, who the fuck are you you're showing yeah. up that, I, I have a feeling that must be tricky most of the time it's been pretty yeah. tricky <laughs> <laughs> definitely not but legally you can't like you can't, you can't do them. anything. No, you can't force anybody to do anything. Right. So, so, and and what do you think is like? Uh, but 
it's 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 usually people that have been in recovery and maybe relapse or something. So there was some indication yeah. that, that those are actually the those are the ones those that are the easier ones too probably. Easy. You know, they're right. like because they have like they know that they don't want to be doing what they're doing right. or they're running out of money. So there's like a part of them that's like, fuck, I got to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the ones that are like, nah, dude, yeah. I'm not done yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are the ones you got to be you got to be kind of tricky with. And props to you too because uh, you know one day at a time, as they say, right? Yeah. Uh, but sometimes you're like, maybe you're going through your own personal life, you know, yeah. everyone has ups and downs. All of a sudden you end up in a situation where it's like party, party, party. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm I'm out of the goddamn country. Let me see what's up here. You know, you know the the the, the temptation must have been there for a while, or maybe it isn't. Um, for me personally, I I've been very fortunate to where one once I stopped partying, I knew I was done because right. like I've just been, you know, I went through so much gnarly shit and like after being homeless and like, I mean, I grew up in South Florida. Like my family's not like I didn't grow up in a ghetto. Right. So like for me, ending up like on the streets and like. You know, stealing cars and ripping people off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's like there, every fiber of my being was like, I'm not this person. I right. don't want to live like this anymore. And like, so when I finally stopped, like, I haven't been tempted to do anything. I mean, now that like weed's legal, yeah, it like some of that shit looks really yeah. appetizing. But yeah. like, like an edible or something. No, nah, if I was gonna do it, I'd just go straight and yeah. buy like a pound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, if yeah, I was yeah. gonna do it, I would do it right. I'd be like. All right, we're gonna get the pound. We're gonna get. We're gonna get the the dab machine. We're gonna get you know a couple ounces of dabs, and yeah, I would yeah. I would do it right if I was yeah, gonna yeah, do it. Yeah. But I just and that's the thing. That's just the thing that separates me from like you know somebody else. Like oh, I'm gonna go to California and get like a half eighth and like right. smoke a couple hits before I go to Six Flags. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm like I want to be holed up in my house. Yeah. I want to get a bunch of series on in. TV. I want to turn my phone <laughs> off. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to see anybody. Yeah. I'm gone. Like I yeah, want to check yeah, yeah. out. Like that's a wrap. I don't yeah. want to like I don't want anything from anybody out there. Yeah. I just want to like be alone. Yeah, internalize so, it and go my own, yeah. on my own trip. Wasn't yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, because in the in the AA community, you know, when people are unsure, but you know, like uh, recognizes like, you know, uh, there's like the secret handshake with words is sort of like, yeah, you know, Bill, yeah. are you friends with Bill, right? Yeah. And Bill is the founder of yeah. AA, and this happened like in the fifties, I think it was. Thirties. Thirties, yeah. Which is, I mean, bless that guy. How many people has he helped? Yeah. But I recently heard that he had a partner. It was Bill yeah, and someone else. Doctor Bob. Doctor Bob, right? So yeah, Bill he and actually and he actually did LSD when he had a. Couple that's what years, I'm saying. Yeah, he had a couple years sober and like and back then like they didn't really know what they were creating psychedelics with yeah. the program or anything like that and like he actually went and met up with Timothy Leary and yeah, that's did what I heard, acid yeah. with Timothy Leary yeah. and you know they like were just talking about all these different religions and all these different ideas and all these different platforms for spirituality. And then they were like, okay. And then fucking there you have like a book that they make. Right. Which is so trippy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And like, I heard like a lot of it was inspired whilst being on, uh, I think it was LSD or uh, there's some talk about uh, early ayahuasca or some shit, but maybe I that, have no that, idea. Yeah. I just know that he was doing acid yeah. with Timothy Leary. And, and, and I think, uh with within the program it's allowed because it's sort of like it it's like a know. medicine drug rather than a recreational drug like like for, I, exa for example ayahuasca as much as i like i wouldn't do it like right. I, I would love to be able to like once a year be like oh i'm gonna go and do ayahuasca and really get yeah. an idea of like yeah. and like and really just kind of assess my year and and 
right you know like <laughs> yeah. categorize the things that worked and yeah. the things like i would love to be able yeah. to do that but i haven't I done ayahuasca i wouldn't do it I, I tried dmt a couple of times and it's it's not at all i mean i'm not trying to sell you here but maybe i am <laughs> dmt sick yeah have you tried did you were you, yeah. did you try that in the past yeah. really that I've was done, already happening everything. back then yeah, yeah of course yeah so and so but isn't it and i think they said well there's a category and they're it's it's plant medicine actually and they were aware of that in the 30s so they're yeah, I mean, sort I'm of like sure an out did. to try like, some things if if, if yeah, it's for you and i'm sure that i'm sure and i know people i personally know people that that do that and still say that like yeah i'm so sober and i go to meetings and stuff yeah. but like i just think that for me it's i don't know that's a that's a trippy one it's a trippy one because it, it could springboard back into like yeah Man, i got a taste of getting yeah. out of my my controlled self and who knows what's gonna happen when I yeah? When it's I like putting it's point. like putting a fucking monster to sleep. You're like, okay, come on, little guy, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go to sleep, and we're gonna try to put you to slumber forever. Let's get let's get you like Rip Van Winkle for the rest of your life. You're gonna sleep, and my life's gonna be okay. And then you're like, hey, Rip Van Winkle, wake the fuck up! Like, I mean. I yeah. don't think I want to. I don't want to wake Rip yeah. up. I don't yeah, yeah, if everything is chill now, you know, yeah. like, just let's leave it. There. I mean, I'd yeah. love to. I'd love. But it's to interesting to, do to that. talk about. So the, your friends that do do that, that are sober, like, do, do you see them abuse it, or does it really help them in in some I mean, deep way? Or do you think it's bullshit? Or do you think it's bullshit? I I is this their cop out and they're trying to like yeah, you know that's what I think. not be sober or something. Yeah, that's what yeah. I think. Okay. They're like trying to find other ways to like get out of themselves and. Whatever. I don't really, and I don't want to judge anyone for that. So normally I don't even talk about it. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Whatever works for you. Right. Whatever you want to do, go for it. Yeah. I personally just like, right. That's a that's a that's not really a line I want yeah. to cross. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, all this is is super interesting, man. Can I can I ask a question? Yeah. Was that is okay? <laughs> I, I find your story super interesting, and I've been uh, getting sober lately too for about four or five months. You say you came from Florida, right? Yeah. And a suburb that was kind of cool. And um, not to get all personal and everything, but for someone listening, that's just like, I know like drugs and 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 that shit doesn't discriminate. Whether yeah. You're poor or rich, but is it just one of those things where you tried it because of a friend, or you were like feeling down when you were younger? Um, I mean, I grew up. I mean, my my uncle drank himself to death two uh, two years ago. So like and. I'm not gonna really like talk about my family, but okay. addiction and alcoholism run rampant in my family. Okay. Like throughout my whole family. There's other members of my family that are sober. And um I I grew up like I was depressed and like kind of like I knew there was something off with me mm -hmm. since I was like nine or ten years old. Mm -hmm. Like I've always like, if I'm gonna be real, it's like I had started having like suicidal thoughts even as like a young kid. No shit. So it's like it's definitely like there was something like weird and off with me f since i was young so and then drugs and alcohol, like drugs were a solution for me for a long time like they they kept me probably from killing myself They're but right. then eventually they stopped working they stopped they started working against me so yeah. like they were they made me feel good and they were fun they were an escape and escape. they worked for a long time and then when they stopped working then it's like then shit gets really dark yeah. so well, you just, <clears throat> but i don't yeah. think it discriminates at all i yeah. think that I mean, I've got friends that grew up in the ghetto and, and got sober. I've got friends that were super rich and got sober, and they've all felt the same way. Right. They would wake up every morning like this doom and gloom kind of thing about their day, and they didn't. They were just like, what do I do? I don't know what's wrong with my life. Like, I'm just going to get high because, like, I need to escape. Right. So It's, it's like an inside thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it's like a soul sickness. 
yeah is what i you know because i i don't want to get like all biblical or anything but like i believe that there's some sort of higher power out there Mm -hmm. you know there's like the sun is just far enough away that we don't burn alive every you know when we walk outside so there's like something out there that's like there's a connectivity that i believe in and i think that like people have a tendency to go light and dark of course and i think that some people just have more of a soul sickness than others and for me like for a long time like i was like a very very just dark depressed sad person yeah and, like i'm not that person anymore yeah so i mean obviously there's something that i found in and being sober and staying sober that worked for me personally and i've seen it work for people rich that got sober poor that got sober ghetto legs blown off like yeah all different people they all felt the same way so do you think that point of um you getting sober and staying there is it is it a point where you've just kind of like surrendered yeah i i just don't want to go back to that yeah and it's it's so funny because i'm i literally got a commission to do a little painting and uh this guy found me on instagram he's like oh i like your work blah 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 blah. and then like we got to talking and then he's like i got sober a few years ago and i was like oh i was like tell me more and i kind of like because i i I don't like put it all out there but like i'm pretty open i don't care anymore but like i kind of like to get you know to know what someone's deal is before i kind of like let them know what mine is fully right and um he was he was just giving me a couple ideas for what he wanted to do for his painting. I'm literally like, if you ever go to an AA meeting, it's a bunch of folding chairs. And I have like two folding chairs talking to each other on the <laughs> on the top panel. And one is, and it's Bill and Bob are the two chairs like with faces yeah. on them. And I have um, Bill saying one thing and then Bob saying, yeah, I, you know, you know, Bill, I, I kind of have to stick to that surrender to win mentality. So yeah. it's a hundred percent surrender. to. Yeah. It's like a surrender to win. You have to be like, okay. Like when I drink and do drugs, it doesn't <laughs> like yeah, I can't I can't manage my life like my right. friend Sam can. Like he can, you know, get high on the weekends and he's like, all right, I'm done. I'm gonna put it down. Right. It's like, you know, for me, it's like Saturday. Okay, well, let's <laughs> what about Sunday? What about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday now? Right. It's like, why not? Yeah. So, I feel like I'm in that that space. That's <laughs> like, I'm just like I, I can't. I'm I'm ready to just yeah. I don't want to go backwards and and I couldn't trust myself to be like yeah you know is, is it gonna be tonight or am I gonna be back in three days yeah like, having a good time so yeah I feel like I'm at that surrender point it's the, it's the thing like once you put the like once you put one in and if like if you're the person that puts one in you don't know when you're gonna be able to stop yeah like that's that's when you have to start taking a look at things and yeah that was getting scary yeah oh like when we start with a beer for example and <laughs> yeah. then you don't know. Oh, I'm just having a beer, but you're saying if it leads to like all of a sudden it's like a day later or something. Well, I like mean, for me of, personally, like, like the, the beginning of the sequence starts with one drink. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it literally started with I was like 10, 10 months out, like good. My life got like I went from <clears throat> being homeless, going to like a free detox at like a state run hospital, staying on the street for three days for them to let me in to getting in and like getting my life back together and having a car, a girl. Uh, girlfriend, um, a new pad, money in the bank, a TV on my wall, like had all these things. And I, I'm like, okay, well, like, maybe it's not so bad. I can probably, maybe it's like, it was a, I was young or maybe like, I just got stuck in like doing these things. A little and, glitch in the matrix. You know, and like, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll try it out. And I start, literally starts with one drink. And within three months, I'm like getting pulled over for, uh, you know, getting pulled over for like 
whatever was happening and getting arrested out front of my building because I didn't pay my power bill and I fell asleep in my car with the car running and like all these just different things yeah. like within a few months it's yeah, like yeah. that's not normal shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, like the sequence of fuck-ups yeah 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 or just when when you could really think about it like I, that's not even me like how how the fuck am I you know yeah. asleep in my car and doing all this shit you know yeah because there is that point uh where you you stop giving a fuck about yeah. anything other than escaping your reality right and when when there's a lot of pressure when there's a lot of anxiety <laughs> When there's a lot of um, just like that doom and gloom feeling, I felt yeah. it before too. I've had like depressions and stuff, and I get it from my mother, you know, who's still in the hospital now, 25 years, just mentally wow. ill and stuff. Uh, so every every, I'm, I stay so aware of everything, and I've had my moments in life, but I always see her, you know, and I'm like, fuck, I can never end up like that. Yeah, that might be the one thing that's kept you from crossing the line. Yeah, like yeah, you're for always sure. afraid. Of ending yeah, up like her, yeah, but like, yeah. yeah. I know? mean, I know people that are like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That healthy fear. Yeah, and it, that's probably a good thing. But I've had my moments. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely had my moments. And then you know, you categorize that as you know, but I can see that that categorization seasonal depression or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but then when when you partake in this escapism, I can see how it produces more depression. You know, because you feel so bad about yourself. Yeah. You know, the recovery time, like, you know, all this sort of stuff. And I also see that you start to come up with excuse, excuses when the depression is gone or, you know, the, the, the rebound is, 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 is now over, that you start creating excuses why that was just then and it's okay. I, I can see a little bit what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, what, would, what, what could lead to, like, fully, like, going all in and, like, just not giving a fuck. You know, because what the fuck is going on in life anyway? That's so interesting, right? As you're suffering through all this stuff, yeah, right. And so I think, yeah, those little thoughts. You know, well, how's it go? Thoughts uh, start off at as cobwebs and end up as chains, hmm. right? So certain thoughts start off as cobwebs, just oh, you can just brush that away, but can end up as chains, right? That's some deep shit right there, man. Mm. You can put that in a painting. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, it, it's just interesting, you know? It's it, it's interesting. Because uh, in Belgium, where I'm from, like, and the same in Germany and, and a lot of places, like, all the time at 10 in the morning, or as soon as there's any sun or whatever, people are sitting outside at these tables, and they're ordering, like, heavy-duty beers. They're drinking heavy at lunch. And it's old people, young people, and, and it's everywhere. You yeah. Know? So there's, like, a social alcoholism there that... I, I obviously I live in LA, so I just I just went there, and I'm like, man, everyone's fucking drunk over here. Yeah, my grandfather's <laughs> from France, and so you so, know, yeah. like he's, <clears throat> you know, he, he, that's just normal. Yeah, like I, I, they grew up like my mom grew up in a household yeah. where it's like, you know, you drink starting in the morning, like yeah. you have like a mimosa, and yeah. then like, you know, then <laughs> and you, you don't feel you, bad about and it, and then you black out on wine by, <laughs> by dinner time, lunch. and you know, like don't forget your afternoon nap. Yeah, 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 a little siesta. <laughs> Yeah. And then there's aperitivo, you know, it's, it, it's a drink before dinner while dinner's being made. That's a big thing in Belgium, and it's an Italian yeah. thing. So let's say if someone cooks, you know, at the house or whatever, uh, you get a few people together, and then it's aperitivo, you know. So aperitivo. It's, it's, yeah, it's, aperitivo, it's an Italian thing where you make like a little mixed drink, you know, to, to open the palate. 
quote unquote. Yeah. You have a couple of those. <laughs> then dinner's ready by like eight, you know. <laughs> so, you little, can, yeah. so you can really know how to taste the food. <laughs> like, you know. But no one ever worries about it there. Like, I, I don't feel like maybe it's because it's the old country and like things like therapy. It's still a little bit frowned upon. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, our idea of a drunk over there is like literally a guy that, that can't walk a straight line. He's like the neighborhood drunk. You know, that guy's got a problem. All of us. He lives under a bridge. I don't live under a bridge. Or whatever, you know. And and everyone else is is drinking way more than than anyone does here. No. And it's not even mentioned. It's not even a thing, you know. So it's interesting how there's cultural differences there too. And uh, I forget the point. But I, yeah. you know. <laughs> I have one last question. Yeah. This is it, I promise. I know you want to segue more into the art, but how... Um, no, I like this part. How did you... Like get into helping people, and, and 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 I'm just curious: is it like a government thing, or is it, is it a private eye thing? Like you, you I like, literally started working at a rehab because I couldn't get a job doing anything else because I had like no life skills besides, you know, telemarketing fraud or <laughs> <laughs> or you know selling drugs or like I just my skill set was so low that I just started working at a rehab and then found that I was good at like talking to people and helping people, and I went from that to you know, it just segued into a different rehab. And then I started doing different things and eventually it just led to what I'm doing now. Just like, so it's, it's like a private sector thing. It's not like, yeah, government. no, it's not like government. You don't work for, no, I work for Uncle Sam or anything. Usually rich people. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> yeah. There's no real government programs. That's the, that's the right? tough part. Like I wish that I could like, it might, if, if I won the lottery tomorrow, I would only help people that couldn't like, afford treatment and stuff that's like right. the, those are the people that i would want to work with right so i don't like yeah it's, it's a shame there's a i mean it's obvious you know on any given <laughs> night there's i guess twenty thousand people that are homeless no i would say at least 40 percent of those have addiction problems you know what i mean yeah i mean and, not, or mental only, health not only just homeless people yeah. but like even there's a lot of people out there that are like just day-to-day -day working right you know average class people that can't right. afford to like get help or whatever and right. don't know what to do like like I would love to be able to work for with people, you know, for fun and for free. Is like that's like how right. they they yeah, teach it, you. It's really expensive, right? Like let's say uh, thirty days in rehab. These yeah, days, what's it cost? So expensive, like, like twenty grand or something. Twenty to sixty Ooh grand. Wee. Some places, Jesus if you want a private Christ. room, it's seventy five grand for a month. I'd get sober. I just can't afford it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Give me that night train, bro. And then, but 11, and that's the crazy thing. Like a lot of the, a lot of the people that you know come from money, grand. they're so spoiled. They're like, oh, I gotta dry out, and like they can afford treatment and stuff. So like, they, there's this huge market of making money off people. Yeah. So it's like a lot of Malibu a lot, centers and stuff. Yeah. A lot of those people, like they don't want to stay sober. They just want to like go to a nice place and like clear out, and then yeah. and then and then there's again. like people that really, really, really want and need it. They're like, you know. Yeah, would right. never be able to afford it or never be able to take off work or they have kids right. and they can't, you know, like trying to manage like going to like a a, a detox or something when they yeah. have like they're, you know, raising kids oh, on their yeah, own yeah, yeah, or yeah. like can't afford to like yeah. get fired from their job. Like it's crazy. So the only like true savior then is uh, AA and NA. Yeah. I mean, right. I, the way that's I, worldwide, right? Yeah. That's pretty much in every country. Yeah, the way groups. I look at it is like, you go to treatment, you're getting like a $30,000 big book. And like, yeah. you're getting in, like, that's what you're like. The, yeah, you can do therapy and stuff and it's yeah. cool. But like, at the end of the day, like going to like A's, like, yeah. that's where I found. 
yeah, what I was I, looking for. I went I went uh, with uh, a few times with Danny. She got a cake, I think. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> I think you were there too, maybe. Probably. Like, it was like a nine-year cake or something. Yeah. I forget what it was. So cake is when uh, every year is a cake. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and oh. I'm such an idiot. I thought, oh, man, good. We're going to eat some cake. <laughs> but there's no, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's like, yeah. but it's like a metaphorical. Yeah. So I, I went there and what's this plastic fucking cupcake you're blowing? <laughs> candle out? I, I can't eat that. Where's the no, cake? It, it's so powerful, actually, because you know, everyone in the room, this was sun, Sunset Downers, I think it's called Sundowners. Sundowners, yeah. Uh, it's uh, by Cedar Sinai, and uh, and and that's a popular one, I guess, yeah, for whatever reasons. Uh, but it's like, I don't know, like 200 people in there. And the humility in there was 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 so amazing. Yeah, man. no shit, my man. Okay. Sean has just showed us what. <laughs> just for today, brother. Bam, oh, that's man. right. It works if you work it. I, As I'm, I'm taking a sip off my Modelo over here. <laughs> uh, but so I went in, into that room and I'm like, wow, this is special, man. You know, because I kind of grew up a little bit Catholic and I was forced to go to Catholic school and did, had some church experience. But that wasn't, you know, but I'm not linking it to that. And then uh, every once in a while, I'll go into a church just to see what the vibe is like, you know, because there's something going on here with people yeah. that want to better themselves. I think that's an interesting atmosphere. So when I went to, what is it, Sundowners? Mm -hmm. uh, I just felt like, you know, the humility in the room, you know, and there's rock and rollers in there. There's famous people. There's regular, you know, everybody together. But there was that common thread and I, and I'm sure that sense of community is uh, like it, it must work, you know. I mean, it does work. Yeah. And it's just a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. And maybe I'm stating the obvious here, ah. but uh, no, I, I think that's powerful, man. Like, AA. I mean, if it didn't work, I wouldn't still be there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. A, do, do you find fairly, yourself going a, a lot? I'm a fairly intelligent guy. Like I would have right. figured out a different way. Right. So you you go a lot still? Yeah. Yeah, is it like a couple of times a week or yeah, once a, a few month? Few times a week. Yeah. Okay. Good. Nice, man. Dope. So next step for you is gonna be is gonna be walls, man. <laughs> you know. I still find a wall here and there and yeah. just mess around, but yeah. You know, I love. I mean, I'm just you know, when it comes if down, you pay, if you paint your stuff on walls, it's bananas. Nobody's giving me a wall yet. Yeah. I would though. Well, you gotta, you gotta. I don't, you know what you do when 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 you gotta go get a guy from Peru. That's how you got to go get walls. Yeah, you got to go in there and the guy doesn't want to see you. It's like, man, I, what do you want from me, right? You got to go in there. You, you, That's you why it's, like, it's tough because it's like I just like I go about my daily business and like I have like, you know, my daily work that I do. And then I, I paint when I have time off. It's like the last thing I want to do is try to go, you know, beg somebody to give me a wall to paint. I know it sucks. It's, you know, it's again, humility. Like here's some guy he has a liquor store. You know, I and I always buy something when I go in there just to like I bought my conversation with the guy. You know, so I, I, I get like ten dollars worth of shit. And then okay, here's the little pitch. And it's like, man, I'm trying to give you my love here. You know, yeah. what I mean? your wall needs it. Like it's there's no reason why you shouldn't accept what I'm trying to give you here. On top of that, I'm gonna pay for it. You yeah. know what I mean? And then they're like, oh, no, no, I don't want no trouble. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, can I just holler at you for a second? It's frustrating. Can I fucking paint some colors on your wall and make it more appealing to look at? And it'll probably bring more people in because. Exactly. You know, no, no. Change. Yeah. Change is weird. Oh, Can't no. do change. Oh, I don't want no Afraid trouble. Afraid of change. Don't want no I don't trouble. want no trouble. <laughs> it's always, I don't want no trouble. And uh, yeah, so it's difficult. 
it's definitely a tricky yeah, thing. I mean, I wish that like someone would be like, oh, your shit's kind of funny. I'd love to have it on my wall. I'd be like, cool, I'll yeah. pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, whoever's listening, if you're in LA or surrounding areas, <laughs> you got a wall in a public place, I'll holler at a, a young Kushner over here. I'll come and do it for free. You see that? Free 99. Yeah. Free yeah, 99? Yeah. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> We're giving it away. I'm in love with my customer. <laughs> Sit and sleep will beat anyone's advertised price, so your mattress is free. <laughs> That's some old school LA shit. So, Sean, I know uh, maybe you have a, another question for uh, for Kushovia regarding that because you've been doing well, man. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I, um, what do you say to people that? I guess they haven't hit that wall yet. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's not that you just go to people and go, hey, have you hit the wall? Yeah. And I know, and I, you said earlier that you don't really like push things on the people, but that young person, kid or adult who's just like not sure where to go with it, like, what's the end result? Like, what do you tell them? Like, just. Oh, yeah. Like, what, what's the advice when you're dealing with, with, with the demons and, and with the ill feeling and the, mean, and the way you don't fit in and you, you've, you know, you're already. Drinking too much or smoking too much or, you know, doing other shit too much. Wait, what I like to say to people are... Like indicators. The two things that I like to say to people are, um, are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Mm -hmm. And what type of life do you want? A mediocre at best or do you want a full life? So it's like, do you want to have like a mediocre life where you're struggling and you fucking don't want to get out of bed because life is hard like already? Or do you want to like, you know, find the skills to reach your full potential. Yeah. Like those are like the things I ask people. Yeah. Mm. That's, 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 that's very good. And, and depending on how you answer that for yourself, you know. Yeah. If it's, I mean, like, man, <clears throat> it's like, bitch, my shit is, I'm good. Yeah, it's, it's Then like, that's what it is. It's but straight, if it isn't, you know, only you know, right? Yeah, it's yeah. straight up. It's attraction, not promotion, is what yeah. they, they tell us, you know, in AA and stuff like that. Like that's, that's the way you're supposed to operate. Attraction, like not promotion. Attraction rather than promotion. You're not supposed right. to push it on anyone. Like if, that's why like people think it's a cult shit. If like, right. if I was out being like, you should be sober and like <laughs> people would be like, fuck you, bro. Like that <laughs> sounds like, do, that sounds like some Jehovah's Witness shit yeah. or like some Scientology shit. Yeah. Like, come on in, we'll show you a few things, but then we're keeping you. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, dude. Like if I, if anyone tried to be like that with me, I'd be like, Fuck you, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. like that's. Especially I'm not into it. Yeah, you're not. So it's like, that. for me, it's like when someone sees it, like my life is dope, and they're like, oh, so how'd you like get your shit together? Right. I'd be like, this, 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 and this, and they'd be like, fuck, I gotta do all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds hard. I'm like, all right, well, you want to fucking, you want to keep, you know, suffer. <laughs> you want to live in <laughs> in suffrage city, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you, you want a tent up there or you want to take yeah. a chance? Or do you want to you want a tent down there or you want like the condo? Like right. with beachfront view. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think the feeling is is that I think a lot of people just they're they medicate, sort of if that's the, even the right word, to get out of that mindset, right? When when you think about uh any drug, right, for for the most part, it's to sort of experience another frame of mind another state of being that is not your normal whatever and but if your normal is sort of like man i, I kind of want to get out of here a lot you know or mm. i just want to get out of here sometimes recreationally then uh then you choose those things and i think maybe for a lot of people why they don't become sober and and, and they just feel like i can manage this 
until it really spirals, spirals out of control, and you correct me if I'm wrong, is because they're like, well, if, if I can't, you know, take my mind on a vacation from my mind, then that's going to be even worse than this. And so uh, maybe the question I have is that for those people, is there, you know, does, does that change? You know, do uh, the depressive thoughts, you know, the, the self-doubt, the, the awkwardness, you know, uh, the OCDs, whatever, do they in fact get better? Yeah. With, with well, you know, when you're, when you're over that hump of like, okay, I'm sober. This is yeah, the I mean, year one. Does it really go away, or do you just learn how to manage it differently? It, you learn how to manage it better. Then sometimes it'll go away, and then sometimes it comes back, and then that's why it's like because life on life's terms. It's like dude, right. like life is life's a trip. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's you know a cakewalk. Sometimes things are fun. Sometimes they're fucking not fun. And like, right. that's, it doesn't matter if you're sober or drinking or partying, like right. that's for everybody across the board. Right. So like for someone that like chooses to to stay sober, they recommend that you, you constantly are like working with other people and like right. staying involved because yeah. for the times when, when things get shitty, when you're helping somebody else, that's why it's like a lot of like people go on, they're trying to like help other people get sober. It's like, when you're helping somebody you're in, in the you're, mix yeah you, well it's not even that it's like it's hard to think about the fact that like today my life sucks i didn't pay my car payment because i'm struggling at work and like life is showing up and i'm sober and i don't like how things are happening and i kind of want to fucking just give up like you don't like if that's what's happening that morning but then like you go meet up with a guy that's coming off the streets and you're trying to help him out that day. That's dope. You forget about your shit. Right, right, right. And you snap like, yourself out of it. So then yeah. like, then you're helping some random dude and then you get through the day and rather than being like, start obsessing like, oh my God, my life sucks. This isn't right. working for me. Yeah. I'm going to just fucking drink it all away and, and give up. That's and Instead of thinking like that, you're helping someone and then you get through the day and then you realize like, oh, I feel better. Like I've been yeah. helping someone. Yeah. And then like, then after slowly but surely, like, you know, like there's ups and downs. So then like things start getting better again. And then you get through that hump because yeah. you're helping somebody and you forget right. about your shit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's why they say like, stay connected, stay yeah. helping people. Yeah. Stay, and, like, and give away what, you know. Yeah, what you got you know, for free. What you got for free. Yeah. Yeah. What you're at the source of. I, <laughs> I don't know if it's around here somewhere. Uh, but uh, I used to put a lot of like these uh, helpful messages on walls, you know, before that became like super corny and now yeah. it's, it's an advertising and stuff. But you can see the, oh, there it is in the, in the white. Giving is receiving. Yeah, right? That's, so. that, that, that's it, right? Because the yeah. act of giving, right, is transactional. So you get something back, yeah. even though you're giving something away, right? That's a Zen idea. And you just talked about it. Mm -hmm. Dope shit. I was thinking about, uh, like you say, you go to like Peru or whatever. And what's been helping me is like, and I'm not doing it all the time, but when I see people that are like still partying, I'm just like reminded, like, man, I'm glad I'm, yeah. you know, like you see your boy <laughs> at 6 a.m. and he's, you're just like, smells like shit. Oh, he's on coke. <laughs> Looks like shit. Got that fucking, that, that old beer smell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, smell mil like that mildewy smell. And you're like, and it's almost like to the point where it, you know, it's sickening almost. You're yeah. just like, it's like, what used to be fun smells like poison now. What used to be adventure is death. And yeah. so I can I'm sure when you go out and sometimes and you and you go out and rescue some of these people, you're probably reminded like Oh yeah, for sure. Some crazy shit. And like, it's right. also it's like when you go out and you like if I go out to like a bar or a club, because like every now and then I'll I still go out with my friends and shit. Yeah. And like 
sometimes it's still like it's yeah. beer ads and shit like that like they look so appealing sometimes it's just like it's they like got that like they've got they got that look that, that look like <laughs> ah, it's just yeah. gonna taste good <laughs> it, it, it looks appealing after a day a day of hard work a nice cold yeah brew. it looks Ooh, super wee. appealing but like Put you go out, on the grill come on <laughs> go out to the like go to a club and if you want to like really feel better about yourself if that's like the light that you choose to like take is like cleaning up or whatever yeah. and you go out just wait around till 2 a.m yeah. and you see people start just you know falling uh, over themselves girls that like showed up like all like put together and like all pretty and like went out like oh no up. and then like their makeup's all smeared their hair is a fucking mess. oh it's the worst back when man i really didn't have any money like i used to go uh to bars or whatever i mean i didn't do it a lot but in, in, in italian they say scarpetta Right and scarpetta means uh, with the, with a piece of bread after you finish your meal you clean the plate, right of the sauce. That's scarpetta. <laughs> so I would do scarpetta. I would just like be at the house. Oh, come on, you want to go over there with a homie or whatever? And we go to like a bar at like one thirty-five, you know, <laughs> right when everyone's exiting, sober <laughs> than a motherfucker. And then you know you're like in full control. Okay, boom, you know. What I mean? <laughs> and we would scarpetta with girls, you know, at the time. Yeah, scarpetta. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it's a technique. But I also saw that man. This is a, I'm now not one of them, right? And it was like, man, you can't even you, you know express yourself. You're slurring. You're all over the goddamn place. You know, in a way, why would you poison yourself? If you were in the way? jungle, I think they would call that a predator. <laughs> <laughs> but it's scarpetta. I gotta put some exotic shit on it just to make it sell it to myself. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely predator. Predator. That's good work, Sean. Man, yeah. I, I I commend you, bro. Because I think helping people is, um, you know, the 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 best form of just giving, especially even if it's anonymous. I know you get paid. And that's like your career, and that's dope helping people. Period. But, um, you know, for those who who struggle with shit, it's not it's not that easy. You know, it's not like a I'm just gonna I'm good. You know, it, there's so many factors involved with getting sober. You there's so many triggers that are involved, and there's so many resources available to you. And you know, one day you're fine, and next day you. You were doing coke for three days. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck, you know? And you can't believe this is you. You like look in the mirror, like, damn. And but you can't stop. And it's, and there's not a lot of people that just reach out to you, like even in your own circle. Because if you're at that stage, it's probably your circle's probably not that clean anyway. And you you know, there's just not a lot of people reaching out. I went to AA for my first thirty days, and that that helped a lot. And you know, shout out to people that tell people. You know, and, yeah, and, yeah, 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 and, and, and also shout outs to people that notice that the homie or the homegirl like disappears, or you know, always you know blacks out, or you know any of these kind of things, because it's very difficult to like say to someone like, hey, I think we should sit down and talk. I you know, like that confrontation, like people they want to be liked and loved for who they are, and so it's that confrontation yeah. is it's good to to speak up, and it's also good uh, to share. Yeah, and I also feel like I'm not a real friend. Like, if I don't say anything to people, because right. if if we're really friends, like I feel like people who care about you tell you the truth. Yeah, people who don't give a fuck. It's just sometimes like, it's difficult know? because there's so many defenses. Yeah, and 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 and, and excuses that you'll get. Uh, maybe you'll try to say something or try to be helpful, but if your timing is off, 
you'll lose that friend. They'll just X you out of their well, lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that, that's to, a common to thing. To protect their, their illness. Right, exactly. Their... Yeah. And then it gets, it's, it's, it's tricky waters to navigate. Because let's say you love this person and you, you anticipate that you'll get X'd out. And so you don't choose that, but you got to find the time. You got, you know? And, but that's okay, too, I realize, because if someone X's you out for trying to help them, depends. Then I, I feel like... Depends how they hear it, though, you know? Yeah. Sometimes they hear it in the worst fucking way. No, no, it's I, like, I, I hear you. fuck you, man, for coming up to me like this. But you I'm know, not you know going like, to... It's not worth that sometimes. No. No, Better no. to stick around than You can never apologize them. for trying to help your friend. Right. Even if you lose your friend in, in, in that. I used to be like... I used to never speak up. Like, that's something that I'm... You know, practicing just in everyday life, like say what you mean, mean what you say. And if you, you know, tell someone what's right, like now when my friends call me, they're like, "Hey, you want to go?" Do it? I'm like, "Man, you know, I'm trying to get sober. Like, why would you?" Yeah, it's man. not even a joke. That's anymore. not that's not cool. Man. You know, when they know when you said the statement, boom, I'm working on this. No, and I tell them, I'm don't like, tempt me with some. Bullshit. Don't come around me, or I won't go around with you. Right. I'm not going around if I don't trust myself. Right. And I ask like, "Hey, don't don't bring the coke around me." Like, you know, if you're my friend. And good friends will listen. I'm like, oh, he's not partying right now. Like, my phone is is dead. But I'm not going to apologize for being vocal and telling people because if something were to happen to me or that person, yeah, that's also true. I don't want to be like, damn, I could have said something yeah, yeah. to him. Because then you, know? you live with that guilt and that regret. That, that that's a tough one. Yeah. Ah, I just feel like if you love someone, love uh, them. Uh, 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 you know, uh, if you half love them, half love them. Yeah. And if you say fuck them, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, Sean. Man, I know we started off on R, then we ended up. On, on all this, but I think this is very, very important. Because and his shirt is dope. And his Gucci shirt is dope. Gucci, man. You know, because Gucci's sober. You know, like most. And he lost weight. And he lost weight. That's fucking looking good. <laughs> no, because a lot of artists, like, um, you know, they, they cocoon a lot, you know. Yeah. Uh, they're isolators, not necessarily because they're not social or anything, or because they're so awkward. No, it's just because that's the nature of the work. You got to spend time with yourself. Working on stuff, it's not in, in most cases, it's not a collaborative pro process, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, your words and your experience, I think we're, we're gonna, we're gonna go far and wide now. So, uh, that's dope. On top of, of course, your art. So, where, where can people find you online? Uh, I've got Instagram, Sean Kush, S E A N K U S H. Um, I got a website. Well, your, your real last name is Kush. My my real last name is Sean Kushner. Yeah, it was inevitable. It's, yeah, it's crazy. And it's so funny because like growing up, like my brothers, my dad, like everybody, would be like Kush. Like growing up and like and all all four of us would like turn because we'd all like we all have the same fucking nickname. But my last name is Kushner. It's K U S H N E R. And uh, my website SeanKushart.com. Um, yeah. Boom. If you uh, if you're struggling with anything and you want to talk to someone. Drop a drop a line on my DM. Don't be scared. I'm down to talk to anybody. Try to help anybody I can. Man, that's dope, man. Hell yeah. Man, fantastic having you here, my man. Thank you so much. Hey, bud. Listen, love you too, man. All, All right, right, everybody. Brother, thank you for your story, man. I might drop you a DM. You never know. Hey, you never know. I ain't got 75K, though, but I'm going yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, to. Hey, I, hey, I might just need a, by the way, Sean, I might need a little Sean, message. Sean, hey, Sean talks a good game. He'll, he's DMing you by tonight. <laughs> I'm kidding. Peace, everybody. See you on the next one. Peace. Peace. Boom. That's it. That was Sean. Crazy life. Crazy arts. 
but overall dope 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 so uh, as always we are at happy no fear on instagram please tell a friend uh you can find us as always everywhere wherever podcasts are available and uh, give us a rating man that uh that, that would really help us out and uh you know would further our efforts here uh this podcast also featured mold town at mold town his name is uh sean mcdonald and as you know he's my partner uh he's doing all the sound stuff on this podcast so give him a shout so that's it see you next week bye bye